0: so we're going to get into the word this week this wednesday we were talking about the authority of god and mm-hmm. things like that and it just hit me again the authority of god and we were in uh, mark mark chapter 5 would be one of the references and the other one would be in matthew chapter 8 where the one was with jairus's daughter and the other one was with the rich centurion not the rich centurion the centurion who came to jesus and he said to him um uh, come heal my daughter. And, and, and then he made some apologies. He so said, you don't have to come to my house as such because he says, you could just speak the word and it will go to my house. And then he went on to say something that was so profound that it just launched me into a, a new thing that I think the Lord's kind of saying, you know, these are, these are things you have to address and deal with. And he says, I am a man under authority mm-hmm. and I have men who are under my authority and he says I say to one go and he goes and he say, I say to another one come and he comes and he's saying to Jesus I understand authority Amen. Amen. and because I understand authority and you are ultimate authority you could stay from here and see there yeah. and it happens yeah. and so this spark just lit up and those who were there probably saw me go like <sighs> and so I have started writing uh, a series of messages on understanding the authority of God Amen. right Amen. this will be installment number one understanding the authority of God it is important to understand the authority of God because without god's authority you have what is considered illegitimate authority Mm -hmm. right you either have god's authority or you have illegitimate authority authority that is not given by god permission or sanctioned by god so i think sometimes i have made the illustration of people having the ability to do stuff but not empowered to do stuff you know what i mean Mm -hmm. anybody could direct traffic A police officer has the authority to direct traffic. You understand? So it's a skill that is not absent with anybody. Anybody, any old Tom, Dick, or Harry can go and decide where you come in, but the guy with the uniform empowered by the state and backed up by the whole governmental system and the judiciary of California has empowered him to say stop in the name of the law. So he has authority and authority always trumps power. So all the power you have, when authority shows up, authority trumps power. Mm -hmm. So keep that in your mind as we go. Um, Let's then look at Titus chapter two. It's twenty-two. Titus chapter two. I'm gonna read from verse 15, and then I'm gonna jump into chapter three to begin to establish the baseline for where I'll be going from here on in. Father God, I'm asking for your anointing, your power, your authority to be vested in my life, take control of my thoughts, my mind, my speech, every idea, everything you have put in me as I study, oh God, expand it And delivered in such a manner that your people will get it Lord because we, we we proclaim that we are a church that preaches biblical truth Lord and we want what the Bible says not some common prevailing thought or something that is a societal norm or what is popular amongst this group or that group or trending on Twitter or Facebook Lord we want your truth your biblical truth. So I pray that you would impart your truth to us in these words, understanding the authority of God. Everybody say, I will understand understand the authority authority of God and I will accept the authority of God as the final authority. All right. Titus 2, 15, these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise you. Chapter 3, verse 1, put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another. but after that the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, or Holy Ghost, which He showed us showed, shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men, but avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions, And strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. A man that is a heretic, after the first and second admonition, reject, knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinnet, being condemned of himself. Little point right there. God says if you're a heretic, and we warn you once and twice, he says, cut it off. See, this is a church in a new millennium. When I was growing up, this was a far-fetched idea, way, way out there, new millennium. We were still talking about that old century, the, the, the 20th century. And I've lived long enough to see the 21st century. And this ushered in what is called the new millennium from 2000 until whenever until we burn our clocks and calendars, we're in the new millennium, right? And in that new millennium, those of you who have lived a little, have seen some drastic shifts in societal norms and trends. The world has absolutely been turned upside down on its head, literally. Uh, You know, you remember when you were young, you respected older people, and the neighbor could spank you, and all kinds of stuff like that? Remember those days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I went and my brother and I got into a fight and I think he must have knocked me silly, I, I it had to be, something switched off there and I ran all the way to the police station and I lodged a complaint against my parents. Now get this, my brother punched me in the head and I ran to the police station and lodged a complaint that my parents had put me out and the police beat me again.
1: <laughs>
0: and then took me home. I had to run on the outside while he, he was enjoying the comforts of his transportation and I had to walk home. And when I got home, he said, he just said that you all put him out. And they beat me again.
1: All right, you're right,
0: there was a time when we grew up that the neighbors were collectively responsible for all of the kids. It took a village literally back then. And anybody who was an elder and an authority figure Mm -hmm. had the right to correct and adjust your behavior accordingly. Mm -hmm. We have lost that in this new millennium. Kids can divorce their parents. Literally. Literally, yeah. All kinds of stuff has gone crazy now. And, and 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 you know the old saying I used it a few weeks ago, you ain't the boss of me. You know, that's become popular and has replaced all the the, the sense of morality and, and order and and correctness that is. We just we're just in a different time. It's a new millennium, and as a result, authority has been watered down and diminished. And the cause of a lot of our failings and our impotence is because we fail to recognize and respect authority. Authority has blessings in it when you work and obey it. Mm -hmm. Do you hear me? Authority has the power to bless. When you conform to authority and you obey authority, So this church, in this new millennium, we need a a revelation of spiritual authority. Last night, just for the fun of it, I guess, there's this guy I I, I watched, and a lot of you all know him uh, because he's a phenomenon, I guess, in the country. His name is Killer Mike. Anybody heard of Killer Mike? (laughs) Oh, man, you've heard of Killer Mike, right? It's a big rap artist, you know, big activist and all that. And, uh, and last night I saw him start a new religion. It's called the Church of Sleep. Oh, okay. Formed around a guy whose name is Sleep. And then he had these, these focus groups and all this kind of stuff. And they got together and since they had a religion called Sleep, they had to write a Bible to conform with that religion. Oh God, something inside me just went like, is there no fear of God oh anymore? That is an abomination to the highest order. Yes. And how gullible people were to submit themselves to that. And by the time the documentary is ended, he had a new church. He started a church called the Church of Sleep. Mm-hmm. That's not my message. I just want you to see the extreme of how we've gone. We've gone, 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 gone. Kill the mic. So Paul tells us to rebuke with all authority, teach them to be subject to powers and to do good works. Powers, uh, as is found in the um, concordance and in the vines and in the different uh, books that we use to research and do our stuff, Strong's Concordance, it is uh, 1849. Anybody have a Strong's Concordance? I suggest you get one if you don't have one. It's an extremely powerful tool for studying. So in the Strong's it's 1849, and it's the word exousia, which means um, power, or in the sense of ability, privilege, uh, subject to force, that would be the original word for authority. Delegated influence, authority, authority over jurisdictions, liberty, power, right, strength, all these words exemplify authority. Teach the church, Paul says, to be subject to to delegated authorities. Teach the church. To be subject to delegated authorities. Well who who, who are they in the church? Well there are elders. Bishops. Leaders. People who appoint people into leadership roles. Listen let me just throw a little caveat here. If you're a part of a church or part of Christianity, let's just say you're the larger body of Christianity for sake of argument. If you are getting your advice from other sources outside of that, it is not the counsel of the church. Amen. Amen. It is not the counsel of the church. If you're getting advice from outside of that realm, it is not the counsel of this church. Unless it is specified or let's say i'm talking about this church unless i specify specifically something to the contrary or an exception to the rule if you're going to get that kind of stuff outside of the designated authority you're not really walking in a safe place because people like killer mike Mm -hmm. have their own ideas Mm -hmm. (laughs) That lead weak-minded people astray and cause grievous harm to the body. Yeah? See, there is a satanic principle that has tried to creep into the church. Are you with me? There is a satanic principle that has tried to creep into the church. As a pastor for 45 years, And I say that with a sense of pride and also with a sense of humility. I have been doing this for 45 years. Let me see all the people under 45 in the room. I've been doing this before you were born. Do you get a sense of what I'm talking about? I have planted about seven church, raised up hundreds of pastors, supervised hundreds of churches overseas, and planted lots of them around the United States. So, give me a little bit of credit for having some experience and knowledge in what I'm talking about. 45 years is a long time. It's all I know to do, it's all I have done. It's all I want to continue to do. I don't wanna do anything else but what I'm doing. I don't want to rust out, I want to wear out. Okay, yeah. you follow me? Yeah. I want to wear out, not rust out. I want to go till my body says, uh-uh, you know, <laughs> no more. Or Jesus comes, I'm good either way. Come, Lord Jesus, or I work till I rust. wear out. I'm good with it. So there's this satanic principle that I've watched creep into the church, and 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 let's take a a, a, a classic. That, that I see repeat itself over and over and over and over again. People say nice things. Pastor, you you're a great man. You're this and that. You're, oh they, they 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 give you cards. They give you but they give all kinds of stuff. But there comes a point in all that they don't want to obey or cooperate. With the simplest of stuff. I'll be nice to you but I don't know that I really want to do what you tell me to do. There are two great revelations in Christianity. One is learning to trust in your salvation, and the other one is learning to obey his authority. Trusting in your salvation and learning to obey his authority. Huh? As a result of an absence of that, sin creeps in. And sin is lawlessness. Now there is a there is a there is a definition for sin that is inside the theological realms, and and the definition for sin is simply this: a will. You might want to write this down in case you ever ask a bit. Sin is a willful transgression of a known law of God. Let me say that again: sin is a willful, willful transgression of a known law of God so if you know it to be wrong James chapter 3 I think it is for him that know it to do right and to do it not to him it has become sin so if you know the right stuff and you fail to do the right stuff that is sin that is rebellion That is going against what God says. That is a willful transgression of a known law of God, right? You see, that kind of stuff is an issue of the heart as well as an outer action. The things you do that's that's actionable, that can be seen and defined as an action that you took. But beyond an action starts something that's inside the heart. So, sin is an issue of the heart that sometimes results in an outward action. You still with me? Yes. Well, okay. Say you're with me, sir. I know you're with me.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Romans chapter 2, verse 12. For as many as have sinned without the law, and you can interpret that word as mean outside of, mm-hmm. right? Without, outside of the law, shall also perish without outside of the law and as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law you see so if you're inside the law within the confines of the law of god and you sin within that confine you'll be judged by that law you probably i probably lost you so let me go back and back up and make it a little bit easier for you. In this world, there's a whole lot of ecosystems. There's ecosystems of the plant life and the fish life and and all kinds of other systems that we call ecosystems, right? That they they have nothing to do with the law that we know. Now in my early travels, I went to places like um, Suriname and um, where there were real, real Amerindians and I've been to um, the mountains of uh, uh, Honduras and deep, deep uh, Andean places where people have primit- still live a primitive life. I've been on places where they still hunt animals with bow and arrows and stuff made completely from the Earth tree branches that are cut and different kinds of stones and rocks and different textures of wood that are as hard as steel when they sharpen it and finish it. And they have never heard of God, don't know God, right? So they're living, what? Outside of the law of God. And he says, for people like that who are living outside of the law of God, they would be judged outside of the law of God. So let me break this down for you. In any ecosystem, there is a hierarchy. They may not know sin like you and I know sin, but they have an order. Right. Amen. Okay. Any primitive culture you find, they have an order. And so, what the Bible is saying, they will be judged by the order that they know. So, those who are, now it makes sense to you? So, those who are outside of the law will be judged outside of the law. And those who are inside of the law will be judged uh, inside of the law. Mm-hmm. So the distinction is there's a people who don't know. And you might think, well, well, they don't know. No, even in that culture, they have a sense of what is right and wrong. Yeah. And they have a hierarchy in their right and wrong in that primitive society. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you break and violate that law and the whole community knows It's time to kill you or time for you to die. Somebody prevails or prevails upon something and they hold turn on you and they string you up. And you go like, oh, that's cruel and barbaric. No, they judge according to that law. Mm -hmm. Right? So I think I've exhausted that. You know what I mean by inside the law, outside the law. Good. Not too much note this morning. All right. For not the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. So, let's see now, as we begin to break this down for the next few minutes. There are two major principles in the world. One is God's authority. Right? Remember we're talking about inside the law, outside the law, outside the law, inside the law. Get it? Get it? Get it? Good. Okay. So, two principles. God's authority, Satan's rebellion. That was pretty good. Two principles in the world. God's authority, Satan's rebellion. Yeah, I didn't want those two camps. Mm -hmm. There is not a third option. This is not where you can vote independent. There is no third option. God's authority, Satan's rebellion. You still with me? This is going to be good. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So, you can't serve God simultaneously going the way of rebellion. Satan literally laughs when a rebellious person tries to accomplish things in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Do you hear me? Yes. Satan laughs when a person tries to accomplish stuff in the spirit and he's not off the spirit. All right. mm-hmm. okay. All right. That's your Let that soak in for a while. Yes, yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It won't work. You won't prosper. Mm-hmm. Your efforts would be frustrated. Mm-hmm. You got to be in the spirit and of the spirit to do things of the spirit. Yes, yes. Understanding the authority of God. You can't have one foot here and one foot here straddling a social concept of having the best of both worlds. It doesn't work that way. You feel me? It doesn't work that way. You're in the kingdom or you're not in the kingdom. And if you want the blessings of the kingdom, be in the kingdom. If you want to operate in the spirit, operate in the spirit. Don't be outside and try to operate inside. You're going to get your efforts frustrated. Understanding the authority of God. Remember what Satan said. Look to Isaiah chapter 14, verse 13. Look, look at what he's saying from the earliest of times, right? He tried to straddle the fence. <laughs> He was a fence jumper, a fence straddler. In Isaiah chapter 14, verse 13, it says, For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit upon the mount of the congregations in the sides of the north. Verse 14, I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the most high God. This is Satan. Right? He says, I will be like the most high God. He craves worship. He craves worship. He wants to be like God, but he's not God. As a matter of fact, These were some of the cumulative statements that got him kicked out and ejected out of heaven and he came down into the earth realm to recruit some minions.
1: Hmm.
0: When he got tossed out of heaven, he was sent on a recruitment campaign. And those who follow him are of the same spirit of him, that spirit of pride that says, I'll be like so so I'll be like the most high God. I will walk in power and walk in authority. You know, remember this girl who had the police come to my house. They didn't come for me actually. They came for her. She would sell drugs, but I had, you know how Oklahoma have storm shelters and stuff. Yeah, you probably don't know. Never mind. But anyhow, I had a storm shelter in my yard. And so she was hiding her stuff under there in my yard. She lived next door, but she hide the drugs in my yard. So, the police came, Uh, well I should tell that story really, really correct, I called the police. (laughs) And so they came. And there was this cache of stuff in my storm shelter, in my storm shelter. And so, I talked with her after, I didn't tell her, I didn't tell them who put it because they were not people who could afford the, the, the system. So I just wanted them to seize the drugs and give her a good scolding if need be. And I gave her a little scolding. And I said to her, aren't you afraid because her mother is a devout Christian and she would come over to my house and we'd have prayer meetings and stuff. And her mother is a devout Christian, a single parent with like four kids, two boys, two girls, just an absolutely adorable Christian woman. But she had these kids that had gone their own way. And so I'm talking to this girl and I says, aren't you afraid that that you can get arrested or even worse you can get killed and all that and she says no i'm not worried about that because anytime anything starts to happen or go wrong all i do is just pray in tongues i said really you could switch this thing on just like that and there's protection in that you live in like hell excuse me and in your movement of trial there's this magic button you just turn on here just like that mm. just like that and it's supposed to somehow absolve listen you can't not live in the spirit and then make a demand on the spirit yes just like that. You can't do that. This, this is not a convenience thing. This is not a situational ethic. You don't just decide, I'm in trouble, dial 911, Jesus, you know, and he comes to my rescue. It doesn't work that way. You have to understand the authority of God and how he operates, right? mm hmm so Satan says, I, I, I will be like the most high God. I, I just, I'll just, I'll be that way. <laughs> you know, I, I just pretend to be that way. I, 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 I know how to act and man, man, when it demands of me, I'll just be like God. You know, we, we could live like the devil in hell. We could kick the dog, cuss your parents, beat your children, no, whatever. whatever you want to do. And then when you need to turn it on you just turn it on i'll be like a christian i'll be like a christian remember just just remember this the only bible some people will read is you just remember that the only bible most people will read is you they are watching you you are how they're getting their word you are how they're getting the bible be careful how you live in front of people People are reading you. You are the only contact they have with what is called a Bible. You are an extension of the word of God. And they're reading you. Be sure they're reading the right pages. (laughs) And the right story. And the right set of actions. Because children live what they learn. Can I get a witness? Somebody. Children live what they learn the best thing you could do for your children is live right in front of them. Amen. Amen. Okay? all right. So, he said he'll be like, you see, here is Satan's philosophy and idea. His goal was not to do away with God's throne. His goal was just not to be submitted to it. He couldn't do away with it. His goal was just not to submit to it. That is the point of contention with respect to understanding God's authority. You have to be submitted to God's authority. Right? Everybody? You with me? Okay. Let us go on. When when we work to avoid submitting to God's ordained authority in the church, you are employing a satanic principle. Mm. I know it sounds harsh, but there are no other way to tell it to you and there's no other side to this story you're not submitted to God you're employing a satanic principle All right. straight up didn't invent it didn't make it it's the word right we who serve God must understand God's authority and how it works listen after you've been shocked by electricity you thoroughly understand the principle
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah that's the only way to put it dude if you've been shocked by electricity you understand the principle of electricity Mm -hmm. and there's something you that says don't do that again Mm -hmm. it has a way of teaching you stay back keep off it would work whether you know it's working or not. Listen, your, I said this on Wednesday night. This was part of my teaching Wednesday night. Your ignorance to a principle does not prevent you from coming under the effect of it. Listen, if you drank poison and you didn't know it was poison, your ignorance that it was poison will not cause you to survive the poison. It will kill you. Poison has a job and the job is to kill. If you know it, or don't know it, does not negate its power. You drink it, it'll kill you. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) You obey God, or you don't. You don't, and you feel the consequences. Mm -hmm. Don't grandma? why somebody left that live wire out there? Well, tough, you should have been looking. <laughs> yeah, why me? <coughs> rebellion is much more worse than typical sinning. Why? Because rebellion is an intention of your heart. Oh God,
1: Jesus!
0: Rebellion is an intention of your heart. Your heart has a mindset of, "I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna do this. Uh, yeah, yeah, they could say what they want. He could say what he want. I'm gonna do it this way. You know." I'm gonna do it this way. Because my heart is already set, and you know, I am not gonna do what you tell me to do. I have my own ideas about this. Listen, again, let me go back. Let me let me let me back up for the sake of redundancy. There are some things I can proudly say that I know that a lot of people in this room don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? By reason of experience, mm-hmm. yes. by yes. reason of having done it for years and years and years. I have a databank of situation that I could reflect upon. I can draw back on, align something. In other words, let's put it like the court would put it. I have precedent in my history of certain things that produces certain things. And so if I say, I don't think you should do so and so and so, Mm -hmm. trust me, it's for your own good. Not based on where you're looking from, it looks okay. Mm -hmm. I have seen that situation 40 times over the last 40 years and it never failed to come out the same way. Mm -hmm. So if I say, don't do that, Uh for your own good, don't do that. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Because rebellion is an intention Mm -hmm. and it is predisposed to disobeying. You hear me? It is predisposed to disobeying. So it sees stuff through the filter of rebellion and everything you say is already prejudiced Mm -hmm. because it's coming through that lens. And it's colored that way. Hmm? Anybody want to say amen? Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. Satan's intent violated God's authority. His intent violated God's authority. As we are serving God, we cannot allow ourselves to violate the authorities in our life. Hmm? These are the kind of statements that come forth from a prospective violator. Let me give you some that I've heard over the years. <laughs> Who do he think he is?
1: Amen.
0: I don't care what he said. Mm. I just don't agree with that. Simple words. Yes. Hmm? That's a heart that speaks of a filter that's coloring stuff with rebellion and says, who do you think you are? I don't have to do that. I do what I want to do. After all, this is America. <laughs> America is a religion. it's just there's, there's, there's a religious almost cultic attitude towards independence remember i preach interdependence right i need you you need me america preaches a, a sense of i don't need you who you think you are you know and it questions authority it questions authority there's no respect anymore it questions authority no respect they, they, they're Just, just like well, 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 you know, people may equate, well, you ain't the boss of me, you ain't no older than me, you can't tell me. Listen, God sent me here. All right, go ahead. God sent me here for a people to rescue them and pull them back from the brink. You could go where he sent you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he sent me here.
1: All right. All right. <laughs>
0: if you feel mm-hmm. that God called you to something, then by all means, see me and I will uh, have a convocation. <laughs> I'm, I'm being silly. <laughs> and I will meet with the Holy Spirit and I will Empower you, and I would license you, and I would send you out there to do whatever God called you to do out there. But you see, here, MySpace,
1: Amen, Amen, MySpace, Amen. That's
0: not an arrogant statement, it is respecting spiritual authority. I hear from God, I really hear from yes, God yeah, exactly. as where does that might sound to yeah. some people yeah. I hear from God I mean I don't even plan 10 weeks or so months ahead until I get a release as to what to preach yeah. the next week now I know there there are apps that you can buy and there are programs that you can belong to and there are fellowships that you can join and you can pay an annual fee and they will give you from January 1 2019 to December 31st 2019 and there's your plan for the entire year Here's my problem with that. No room for the Holy Spirit to move.
1: All right, all right, all right.
0: No room for the Holy Spirit to move. You got your whole life planned out for you for the entire year. You don't even have to think. You don't even have to sweat bullets. You don't even have to go down and travail in chairs and prayers. You have to do that. Just, okay, today is the 17th. Seventeen February ok the word for today is it alright put that thing in the microwave oven warm it up and dish it out you feeling me yes. understanding God's authority right yeah we can become wicked literally by allowing satanic principle to enter into our holy service towards God you allow a satanic principle to enter in and, my goodness, hmm, you become a wicked person. And you know my theory on that. There are two kinds of people sometimes, just wicked people and weak people. You really don't want to be either, but i choose weak if I had to choose one, you know, in that you rest in God's strength to make you more powerful for his strength is made perfect in my weakness but there's a wickedness that abound in the church and in ministry there's a wickedness that abound there's a callousness there's a hardening where there is no sentiment or no no compassion or, or people could be going through their worst crisis or nightmare and you call on the, the church or or, or or the powers that be and 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 they're like maybe they might say i'll pray for you Maybe. Maybe they won't even do nothing. Our greatest calling is to obey God's authority in our life. God limited Saul because a man that will not submit to authority. I want you to hear this and I want you to write this one down if you can. A man that will not submit to authority will never never be allowed to stay in authority.
1: Whoa. Oh, so
0: A man who will not submit to authority <gasps> will never be allowed to stay in authority. Sometimes the door doesn't open because that first principle has not been acknowledged nor recognized. Amen. Be submitted to authority. Be submitted to God's authority. Be submitted to God's man in authority. In 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 13, And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God, which he commanded you. For now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever, but now thy kingdom shall not continue. What is Samuel saying to Saul? You didn't do what God asked you to do. And now, as I've had plans to establish your kingdom forever, because you violated God's authority, you will not have anything. 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 13. Right? So, go to 1 Samuel chapter 15. You could read from verses 17 all the way down to 22, but in the interest of time, uh, I started at 11.22, so in the interest of time, I will not read, on, I'll just read verse 22. And Samuel said, Had the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice, as in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, yeah. and to hear hearken than the fat of rams. You know the story, that's what I ask you to read from 17 and on down, it will give you the whole story about Saul and Samuel and offering the rams and stuff. God says, look, I'm not interested in your sacrifice. I'm not interested in your burnt sacrifice. You're done wrong and you're trying to make up with some kind of guilt offering by putting a sacrifice before me, so I'm not interested in that. I'm going to take away your kingdom. All right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take away your kingdom because you violated the principles of the authority of God. Lord, mercy. And because you do that, you can't prosper. Mm-hmm. No. Mm. Our stubbornness. will be revealed and judged by god no matter how much we try to mask it with pretty correct words you see mm-hmm. works like like samuel i mean like saul what what do you do he did wrong and and now he wants to pretty it up and, and nice it up and <laughs> that's probably not appropriate to go on the, the cassette but no matter how much you shine up that thing mm-hmm. it'll still that thing mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. You could shine up You could put a shine on it if you want. Mm. It's still that thing. Oh,
1: like
0: that. Like <laughs> right? <shine. Yeah. laughs> polish it morning, noon and night. Oh. It's just polish that thing. That's no. <laughs> all it is. He said, no, no, no. I'm going to take away your kingdom. I'm going to take away your kingdom. Because until we have been smitten by God's authority, then we will not pay attention to it. Unless electricity zap you, you fail to pay attention to electricity and the principle of electricity. All right, all right. Until God get a hold of you and smack you down maybe to get your attention, yes. you don't pay attention to the authority of God. Mm. Hey, is this good or what?
1: Yes. yes. Oh my goodness, yes, yes. this is good. <laughs>
0: No, seriously, this is what God spoke to my heart to start talking about the authority because we're getting watered down. Uh-huh. Social media, uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, so I, I suppose I was leaning in that direction since last week. Um, one of you, won't call your name, sent me a thing that they got on Facebook and it had a bunch of scriptures. Did any of y'all get that? Maybe some of y'all more got it. A bunch of scriptures say this for this and say this for this. Them scriptures had nothing to do with what they're asking you to pray for. And we swallowing that thing whole, whole. we swallowing that camel whole because people are literally and deliberately trying to twist the Gospel, change the word, change the meaning. And we're not being disciplined enough to look at that word. You know one of the things I really like about Iris? Not that I don't like the rest of (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Iris kind of reminds me of my mother sometimes. I start a script. I start a scripture. She finishes it. Yes.
1: Yes. You ever notice that? Yes, she, she does. does. Yes, she does.
0: <laughs> Until you get to that place where you know the Word of God. Yes. people yes. will run some stuff by yes. you that is bogus. Yes, they will. Yes. Another one of them shiny things. It's yes. just bogus. And so that was making the wrongs last week, and was sent it to me and said, I said, is this through really this script? And I looked at it and said, that scripting ain't got nothing to do with what they're saying there. Why would people give you that stuff and tell you? They put me in a course of deception. Yes, yes. They're assuming you don't know your word.
1: There you go. That's
0: what they're, they're assuming. They don't know your word, And there's a malicious attempt to twist the word of God by just, oh, put Proverbs and put... Ephesians and put all that fancy stuff Obviously it's got to be the truth Like I told you last week Hezekiah 3.15 says what? He that sitteth on attack shall surely rise with pain Hmm? Don't you agree with me? Hezekiah 3.15 says He that sitteth on attack shall surely rise with pain The only problem with that is there's no book called Hezekiah in the Bible. (laughs) But it sounded good. It sounded spiritual. It sounded like gospel truth. It makes sense. If you sit on attack, you will rise up with pain. Just put Hezekiah in front of it now and we got a scripture verse. It is bogus. There is no Bible book called Hezekiah. It is the same kind of philosophy being extended out into social media, giving you scriptures and say, say this one for when, I don't know, your wife didn't cook for you or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Not you, honey. All right, we're good. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh yeah. That's yes, I get the hot grits treatment. <laughs> okay. Until you've been smitten by the authority of God, you will not pay attention to it. That's right? right? Mm-hmm. Saul wrecked havoc in the church until the Damascus Road experience. Mm-hmm. And then, whew, look at this. On the road to Malascus, mm-hmm. Paul got blinded, mm-hmm. knocked down, can't see. Mm-hmm. Two men had to pick him up. And they took him to who? Ananias. He wouldn't obey God. He wouldn't respect God. He got smacked down by God, and now he's submitting to God's man, Ananias. Okay, Pastor. Until you get zapped by God, only then you begin to recognize God's authority. He would not have heard it before, but now that God knocked him down, and they took him to Ananias, and he's like, tell me what you want me to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's only when you're smitten by god then you understand god's authority and you understand god's man's authority for you for your life right okay so acts chapter 9 and verse 5 uh, that's simply what i just told you i'm giving you the scripture to back it up see i like to even sometime explain a story and then give you the scripture where it come from so that you're not left Struggling and said, well, where he did, did he get that from? Acts chapter 9, verse 5. And he said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what would you have me to do? He got smacked by God's authority. And now he's willing to say, what are you going to have me to do? Because he recognized authority. But it came after a smackdown. Yes, sir. yes. Hmm? Amen. Came after a smackdown. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the city, and it shall be told you what you must do. This is why some people have trouble dealing with, you know, department heads, you know, or, or, or ushers, or, or just name an office in the church, you know, and and... <laughs> I almost want to give you what Mama said. But it's going to be too hard, not too hard, but it's too long to explain. So I just say, Mama would say, my blood just don't take him. Does that make sense to anybody in here?
1: Yes.
0: Huh? It does? It does? You get it? Yes. Mama, Mama said, my blood just don't take him. You know what she mean by that? This just something I don't like. I just don't like you. I don't know what it is. We never had any conversation. Just something about the way you're walking I don't like. Just something about the way you talk to me I don't like. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get back to that in a second. (laughs) Once you've had God's authority revealed in your life, you always look for it later. So. When you're submitted to God, and His Spirit prevails in you, guess what you learn to see? You learn to see another person who's operating under God's authority.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: People operating in God's authority carry an aura of anointing yes. with them. Yes. And you see it. So instead of going like, my mama, my blood don't take him, something about him or her, you go like, Yeah you got a heart for God. She got a heart for God. Are you still with me? We do not just obey man. We obey God's authority vested in that man. You have to obey the authority that God has put in that man. Listen, you don't have to trust me, but by now you need to learn to trust the God in me.
1: Yes, Because yes.
0: Yes. if you trust me, and that's where it stops, I will disappoint you. Whether I do, or you find a reason to believe that I did, mm-hmm. you're going to end up with disappointment. Yes. What you have to do is trust the God in me. Yes. And so when I do something industrial strength, boneheaded, you're going to see. That ain't him, he might having a bad day because I know that man and that man's spirit is good and that man is of God. I I absolutely believe that man is of God. But the thing that I do, you might have occasion to say, now that was boneheaded. I don't know how that pastor with more degrees on a thermometer could do something so stupid. Mm -hmm. But you don't look at that. Mm -hmm. You look beyond my stupid.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: fast. And you see my spirit. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. And my
0: spirit confirms to a larger degree that my behavior does not betray my spirituality. Yes, yes. That's one of them man yes. moments he's having, yes. where he stepped out into his man realm and do something manish. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day. If I need to go to war, that's the guy I'm going to call to join yes. me in the trenches. Yes. If if you had us, yes. if oh ho 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 ho, if you had a situation where the devil was knocking on your door and shaking the post and blowing your house, you know, in in in, in spite of the stupid that I did, guess who you're going to call? Because you listen, he might have been stupid yesterday, but that guy know how to fight. That's the guy I want in a trench with me. That guy know how to take the devil head on. And so, yeah, you depend on that, you believe in that, and you call me for that. And it should be enough to say, don't, don't get carried away by trying to obey me. You follow the God that's in me. And I say that without fear of contradiction yes, yes. or reprisal. I believe that I believe that I believe beyond belief. I know, I know where my heart is. I know where my spirit yes. is. I know I'm a man of God. I know yes. I'm anointed, yes. sanctified, yes. called of God, yes. given a commission to break the chains of the devil yes. and darkness. Yes. And yes. even if I did some nonsense that you can't understand, guess what? Yes. Take another man, join the line, and do another stupid ah. thing later on. You obey the god yes. that's in me yes. understanding yes. the authority yes. of god, god.
1: Yes. can
0: you get can you get that mad with this man that in your hour of deepest need when the devil is kicking you all around the playing field yes. that you wouldn't call me and say pastor <laughs> In those moments, you won't even call me Jeff. (laughs) You want you want you want to curry fever and get on my good side of this. Pastor, can you come here now, please? (laughs) Look here now, Pastor. There's a big bad devil knocking on my door. And last I know, you're the only resident Ghostbuster around here. Can you come? (laughs) Understanding? The authority, understanding God's authority. Yes,
1: yes, Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Listen.
0: Thank you, Father. oh glory. On every, on any given day. (laughs) Yes, Lord. I could have one of those things that I talk about, commercial grade stupidity. But that don't deny or defy who I am. It doesn't define me either. If, if that's all you could look to, you're in a world of mess. You're in a world of mess. If all you could look to is what I did that was weird. And, and you know, sometimes I do weird things, that's the truth. But in my eyes, I don't know that it's weird. To you, it might be weird. All right, all right. To me, it ain't weird, you know? I put on my shoes and then put on my socks after. That sounds weird, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah I don't do that.
1: <laughs> but it's a weird thing, right?
0: I don't do that, I don't do that. I'm talking about real, real weirdness, not that. That's, that's stupidness. Yeah, that, that, that's stupidness, okay. Okay, so, you, you know I big time paul had to humble himself and listen to little known ananias Mm -hmm. only mentioned in the book one time Mm. not like he had a big reputation that spread abroad and everybody knew him paul had to listen to ananias a guy who got one mention Mm. Mm. Hmm? one time (laughs) because after god Smacked him up. He learned to see authority in man. Was Ananias a perfect guy? I don't know, but if he's like the rest of us, he wasn't. (laughs) Moses was a perfect guy as far as we know, but he got murder on his rap sheet. David was named the best king in Israel, a man after God's own heart, adultery and murder on his rap sheet. Hmm? Want to go on? Hmm? Oh, so you got to respect the authority in God's man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. there's something to be said for that. Yeah. All right. See, it, it is sad when somebody meet man before they meet God's authority. Yes. That's what has changed the church a lot. We've met man We've come to man before we came to God and our perception has been skewed yes. as a result. Mm-hmm. It is really, really sad when you meet man before you meet God. It needs to be the other way around. Meet God first and then you could meet yes. man, yes. right? Yes. Because what has happened is uh, uh, we have seen abusive men in positions and because we've seen that, we avoid them at all costs and we brand the rest of Christianity based on that encounter, based on that one guy. Mm-hmm. And we say, church people, bleh, 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 bleh. stay away from me. You know what I mean? Yes. After you've seen true authority of God, you don't mind who the man is. Amen. Woo! Amen. Amen. When you've seen the true authority of God, you don't mind who the man is. Listen, put a a frog in a bow tie, anointed by the Holy Ghost, and he do just fine. He do just fine because he has the anointing, right?
1: Amen.
0: Hmm. That is why so many have a problem submitting themselves to human. You have seen man before God. You must have a revelation of God's authority before you can ever obey the leaders properly look I'm not looking for accolades or special honor or you know sometimes my heart longed for another profession but God didn't want me doing that I tried God knows I tried I tried to be a medical doctor I even tried at law. And late in my life, in my 40s, I did my L at Princeton and all that and passed. And, uh, and I was accepted at Concord, Concordia, Concord, Concord, Concordia University in Irvine, Texas, in Irvine, Texas, Irvine, California. And I was all set. I could do both things. I'm going to go to law school because I do have a passion for the law. But God keeps saying, that's not what I called you to do. And call you to do that. Mm-hmm. So I went through all the expense of doing my LSAT and all that stuff and qualifying and passing and getting accepted into law school and then I can't go to law school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause that's not mm-hmm. what he called me to do. Mm-hmm. He called me to do this. Yes, I know how to make a good lawyer. I know how to make a good doctor. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm supposed to do. So with that let me bring you to um hebrews chapter 13 15. by him therefore let us offer sacrifice of praise to god continually that is the fruit of our lips given thanks to his name but to do good and to communicate forget not for with such sacrifice god is well pleased verse 17 obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls as they that must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable for you. Please don't make me groan when I think about your name. Yeah. See You see it there? that's another kingdom principle I spend this is not a boss day and night flexible interchangeable praying on behalf Mm -hmm. of this church Mm -hmm. I'm telling you my wife and I we have a routine and a ritual And we call you all by name and by face and we have the prayer cards, we pray over them. And in the wee hours of the morning, we're calling on your name before God.
1: I have to give account for you. (laughs) Praise God. Thank you. I have to give account for you. Yes, Lord.
0: God says, don't make my life miserable.
1: Hmm.
0: That's not profitable for you. I didn't say it. Read it there in this empty verse. I didn't say it. Don't make me groan every time I think about your name. Oh, God. That's not profitable for you. Uh -uh. Understand the authority of God. Who is he speaking of? Verse 17, same chapter. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God. Have I spoken the word of God to you? Yeah, amen. Remember them which have the rule over you who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Consider their behavior. Look yes. at my life. Yes. Not my stupid moments. Look at my life. All right. mm-hmm. Look at my life in its true context. Am I a person of God or not? You, Have I violated some spiritual principle that would leave you in the ditch somewhere? Am I living a double standard life no, that you can no, point and no. accuse? No. Consider no. that he says, "Look at my life, Amen. not my moments of senility. Look at my life,
1: yes, <laughs>
0: Lord, yes, or as we call it in today's world, well, senior moment." Mm. <laughs> hmm. First Timothy five seventeen. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. Those who bring you the word. Those who bring you the word. Ezekiel chapter 317. Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word of my mouth, and give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood will I require at your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. Yeah? Uh Let me give you a couple more, and then I'll be almost done here in the next five minutes. Matthew chapter 7, verse 19. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by thy fruits you shall know them. Yes. By their fruits you shall know them. Yes. Not everyone that said unto me, Lord, Lord, right. shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have we not cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works, and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. I don't know you. Get away from me, you worker of iniquity, you will just Posing and pretending mm. and passing yourself off as something else. Mm. And go before God and say, but we did this. Mm. Remember the time when I cast out that devil? Mm. God says, you might have been casting him out by the very devil you've been casting out. Yes. You're probably using Beelzebub for all I know. He said, I don't know you. Mm. I do not know you. Mm. Authority. Authority, Acts 19, 13, another one of them wonderful stories. Read it on your own. But it had to do with these guys called the sons of Skeva, right? Or Skeva, whatever you want to pronounce that, right? They watched Paul and the apostles doing good works for God. And they were enthralled by the power and the authority. And so they decided, we could do that too. Like a good friend of mine who always watches YouTube and decides he could perform surgery on me. He says, We, 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 we,
1: we. Every
0: time I have a surgery to perform, he said, Let me do it. I, I, I looked at the video.
1: <laughs> that is so stupid. <laughs>
0: But they, they said to the guys, we watched the video. <laughs> we saw Paul cast out demons. We looked at the video. We can do that too. And they went to the demons and they says, in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches, I a journey come out. And the devil says, say what? <laughs> say what now? <laughs> In the name of jesus whom paul preaches i command thee and the devil says here's the deal dude i know paul and i know jesus but i do not know you i don't know you and it says this and this is careful i want you because i talk about this on wednesday night the devil that was in the man jumped off on them be careful when you're going ready to run grab devil The devil jumped off on him, beat him up, tear his clothes, throw him out in the street. Because they did not understand the authority of God. Listen, as a word of caution, if I'm doing deliverance and I ask you to join, please join. I have in my spirit gotten a release to you. If I don't ask you, you're on your own. Because stuff might come Come unto you. Or vice versa, you might put stuff on them. So this is a perfect example of authority in the spirit realm. Even the demon had enough sense to say, I don't know you. I know Paul. I know Jesus. But you, I don't know you. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Mm -hmm. Butt whoop him. Out in the street. You cannot just enter into the work of the Spirit because you think you're ready. All right, all
1: right, Pastor. Come on, yes. No.
0: Huh? You can't just jump in because you think you're ready. If you enter into the work of the ministry unsubmitted, you will be torn apart. Yeah. We are not to find our own work to do, but rather find God's will for our life and obey it. After we understand this, we can enjoy the wonderful experience of walking in God's authority. So, ask yourself a question this morning. I'm wrapping up. Oh, oh! <laughs>
1: oh, glory, hallelujah!
0: Ask yourself a question this morning. Yes. Who are you submitted to? Who are you submitted to? Whose authority are you under? Mm. Mm. Ask yourself that question. Mm. This is a sobering thought I need to leave you with. Who are you submitted to? Whose authority are you under? I asked an evangelist friend of mine in in, in, in the car one day. I said, um, you know, who, who are you submitted to? And he says, I'm under authority. All I do is by authority, I simply ask, who then are you submitted to? All right. In other words, a simple question. put a face on it. Yes, yes. Yes. Ooh, wait. yes. <laughs> who are you submitted to? Put a face on it. Lord put a name on it. Who are you submitted to? Oh, God. I belong to the IA, the Independent Assemblies. It's about a thousand ministers strong. We're still in touch. My credentials are with them. Listen, if I'm running up against a situation, I pick up the phone yeah. and I call Jim Robinson or one of those guys who say X Y Z A B C D E F G. Blah, blah. Get the guys to pray for me. Tell me, counsel me. Tell me what to do. Who are you submitted to? Put a name to it. Put a face to it. Put a face to it. Put a name on it. If you can't put a face and a name to who you're submitted to, you're fooling yourself plain straight simple English you're fooling yourself God is going to deliver us from rebellion so that we can be healed so read the 13th chapter of Romans I'm kind of done if you want me to just read it as, and close out with that I'm good with that too but Romans chapter 13 verse 1 and reading onward To about the 14th verse. You want me to read it? Because I'm done. (laughs) Let every soul be subject unto higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Mm -hmm. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth resisteth the ordinance of God. Mm And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Will thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is a minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid." for he beareth not the sword in vain, right? Mm -hmm. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore you must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fair to whom fair, honor to whom honor. O no man anything but love for one another. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying namely thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself love worketh no ill to his neighbor therefore love is the fulfilling of the law and that knowing the time that is now high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe the night is far spent the day is at hand let us therefore cast off the work of darkness and let us put on the arm of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the loss thereof. Understand the authority of God. In this house, God has set me Be the guy, yes, Yes. amen,
1: amen, amen. Amen. Amen.
0: That's what I know. Thank you, Lord, amen. I'm sure there are people that are a whole lot smarter than me, but he didn't call them, Mm. (laughs) he called me. Yes,
1: Yes. Yes. you with me? Yes, good.